Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 31 of the Cross Media Show. Oh, shit, I forgot to change the background. Fuck. Uh, you hate to see it. You hate to see it. Wow. <laughs> wow. I, as soon as I opened up Discord, that's what, exactly what I just saw. Um, today, we're talking about episode 15 and 14 of... <laughs> Attack on Titan. In that order. Oh, in, in that, that order. order. In that Get order. Yeah, of course, Some in that order. Um, no, episode four, uh, 14 and 15 of Attack on Titan, the final season. Um, I have some great guests with me today, but of course, you should already know who these guests are because we do this every week. Uh, before we get into it, if you're watching this on YouTube, feel free to give us a like and subscribe to help us help support us and see the great content that we do, like our new Marvel-centric show, The Marvel Mondays Initiative, which we did yesterday, and it was really, really, really great. I really liked it. Um, our video game show, The Penultimate Conquest Podcast, which we also did yesterday, so go check that out, and also our anime-centric podcast, which is Anime Nation, which is happening tomorrow. Right, Ryan? Oh, yeah. And there may be some familiar faces from this screen there tomorrow. Yeah. Unfortunately, I didn't get the invite, so. (laughs) No, you're the man behind the camera. It's all good. I mean, I'm just saying I would have appreciated an invite to talk about. What what are we talking about next week? I mean, next. You don't even know. (laughs) Yeah, because he didn't even bother to tell me, you know, like unbelievable. No, we're talking about the uh, next season of anime, right? Yeah. Spring 2021. Yeah, I, I know. I know. Um, if you've missed out on any of this week's content, feel free to check out the website, thepenultimateconquest.com, and check out our VODs, and even see the schedule for the rest of the month when I finally update it, that is. Um, if this is your first time watching, my name is Ruben, I'm the director of, of the, uh, Penultimate Conquest. My co-hosts this episode are Fiona. Fiona, how's it going? It's going great. It's going really good. Good. Pe- people can actually see me now, and yeah. I'm not going like this. It's because you got that. You finally got a PC. You know, I did. That's I great. spent too much money um, on a PC, and now I look good. Congratulations! <laughs> Congratulations! Welcome to the club. Welcome to the club. We also Thank have you. Christian here. Uh, Christian, what's up? Hello. I just took the Crunchyroll Attack on Titan quiz uh, to find out which character I am, and I am very happy to inform everyone that I am now Mikasa Ackerman. So, <gasps> so am I! Well, now Hello, I, have to I, this, I have to take this quiz now. Okay, we'll see what happens. I'm going to be honest with you, though. Um, if you do, uh, I can imagine, because the way that I answered it, if, you, if I changed two of my answers... Mostly because I don't eat meat. Um, I mm. would have got Sasha, so I'm just going to say that I'm. We'll never know, Sasha I guess. Awesome. We'll never know, though. Well, we'll never know. As long as no one's Aaron, I'm cool with that. Um, could you do me a favor and put that in the Attack on Titan chat? Yeah, I'm actually about to yeah, link okay. it to you. Cool. Thank you very much. And last but not least, the host of Anime Nation himself, Ryan. Ryan, what's up, buddy? Oh. I'm doing good, and I'd like to inform everyone. I got Levi when I took the test. Wow, so nice. everybody took the test except for me. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really feeling the love here, guys. I really appreciate that. That's awesome. Um, do we want to talk about this episode, these episodes, or do we want to just get straight into it? What's the I, general consensus? What's the difference? I well, meaning like our initial <laughs> thoughts of the episode. 
Like, did we like these two? Did yeah, they were we... they were good. Okay, Ryan. Um, I. Oh no! Go ahead, Christian. Yeah. Christian can go. Christian, you can go. I didn't realize you were not finished talking. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. I just wanted to say, and I tweeted about this, like specifically episode 14. There, I felt like a lot of like Mappa's influence, like in like the DNA of that episode, specifically like the fight scene with Levi. Mm-hmm. It felt very much like like I was watching Jujutsu, and like I, I desperately want them to remake all of Attack on Titan. <laughs> With right. Levi as the protagonist. Oh my god, that would be so. That's great. all I want. That's all I Could want. Could you imagine? Now. I would love yeah. that. Christian, yeah. don't give me dreams like this. <laughs> Ryan, what did you think of these two episodes? I mean, God, this show just it, it keeps ramping up, and we're at ninety nine miles per hour down this highway. And I'm not sure how we end this. So. God, I'm excited. It was good. It was real good. We got one week left. We'll find out next week how we end this. Less than seven days. Let's see. Yeah, yeah, that's right, actually. Less than seven days. So we'll see. Sheesh. Fee, what did you think? It was a lot um, to consume in one binge and watching Mm -hmm. both episodes. Um, I think that they did really great. Um showing it off. And I also agree with Christian that it definitely had that essence of like jujitsu Kaisen um, in a certain fight in the woods, um, which I was really excited to see that they did that justice. Like they did probably, I'm going to probably say they did better than the manga when it came to this fight. So I'm really happy that Mappa did such a great job. It was very, very well done, but yeah, there was a lot of stuff. It was way too emotional and your girl had to take a Bruno Mars break in between episodes, <laughs> just jamming out and trying to calm down after watching one episode. I have no words. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think this was an, uh, well, episode 15 was an interesting episode just to get like the backstory for um, Zeke. About damn time. As yeah. the penultimate episode, I was like, wow, that's that's ballsy. And also, like, we kind of needed it, though. Can we just say that Grush is such a dick and yeah. he's a bad dad? Yeah. Like. Mm. But also, like, fuck Zeke, though, right? Don't snitch out your family. Well. No. No. Zeke met a lovely person and it looks like he had a great father in the end. No, no. Yeah. no you don't snitch out family, bro. If my family was trying to brainwash me into an ideal, even though, like, maybe it, I don't agree with it completely, and maybe I do agree with some portions, but if that means I get to save, like, other family members because some family members are nuts, I would... No. All I'm saying is, V, you don't snitch out family, okay? I would do that to my sister. Wow. <laughs> well, I mean, that's the relationship you have with your sister, so I understand that. But, like, even I, I mean, I hate my family sometimes, but, like, you don't snitch out family. I don't think it was done through hate, though. I think it was done through the fact that, self-preservation. like... Uh, self-preservation? Yeah. And then also he realized mm. um, what Tom was specifically saying was your family was using you like they obviously didn't care about you because they were putting them into the situation for their own gain, even though it might be helping the Eldians in general, there might be other ways to fix it instead, which we find out later on is the 
research that Tom did before up until he died. But I think what his dad was doing and the way that Grusha was lashing out. And when you're a child and you see your dad saying like, this is bullshit. He's not doing what he's supposed to. And just definitely using him for his own means. Not cool. Yeah. What's up? That's what I was raised with. Oh, Ryan. Mm. There goes that poster. Yeah. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Ruben, I like how you're like, yeah, fuck Zeke. But because he snitched on his family and not because of like the whole let's commit genocide thing. <laughs> I mean, yes, also <laughs> let's not commit genocide, you know? <laughs> I am against genocide. Uh, always. I, I didn't think I needed to say it. <laughs> Ruben is against genocide, people. Thank God. Yeah. I, again, I didn't think I needed to say those words out loud. But uh, I don't know. You've, you've been coming off like a proud Jaegerist these past few. Seconds. No, that is no, no, no. Yeah. I was a Jaegerist before Jaegerists were even a thing. Okay. Okay, so you're now even more into the Jaegerist. No, 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 no. I was a Jaegerist before Jaegerism was a thing, and then I, that's when I got out. You know, I was like, Ugh, I oh, don't so know. you're a hipster. You're trying to be. Wait, you're the original Jaegerist. Yeah, I'm the original. Oh no, (laughs) we're not talking about Karl Marx. Please don't, don't ever. (laughs) He like he. No, I know, I know, I know, I know. But my dad is a huge fan of Karl Marx, and I don't want that. Uh, Let's move on from this, okay? (laughs) No, no, please don't. Um, Fee, do you want to get into it? Yes. Okay. Thumbs up. Um, so episode 14, um, savagery. Uh, we start off the episode with my favorite person of all time, Gabby, asking them why they say, um, why, um, Aaron, oh my God, Armin and Mikasa saved her and said like, there's, you shouldn't have any, there's no reason for you to save me. I don't understand why you've done this. But, um, Aaron said, um, Armin, like, I, I keep on getting the names. Armin specifically says that like, there's no reason to kill you and that we want to find a different way to handle this rather than just constantly killing people and killing, killing, killing. Why does it always have to be that? Um, And that's when the fourth party comes in, which is Aaron Yeager. I'm shocking everybody. And Mikasa and Armin are like WTF. And he's like, Hey, and has his hand out and there's just blood. So obviously, once again, his power move is he likes to come in fully loaded and ready to change whenever he needs to. And that's when the opening starts. Do, 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 do. This time with the Dua Lipa remix. Yeah. <laughs> fire. Straight fire. My goodness. Um, also, what's funny is, um, I know this is a little bit of a segue, but have any of you finished or like watched Castlevania? Yeah. Okay. Like the Netflix okay. version? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Have you watched the newest season that came out last year? Yeah. yeah. So the bodies flying downwards in ep- the last episode reminds me of this opening because I just finished Castlevania and I'm like. Okay. Yeah. yeah I can see that. As yeah. You're talking about. Just the slow bodies flying yeah. falling to the ground. Yeah. Rest in peace. Thousands of people from the Body Ball, and if you haven't watched Castlevania, probably should do that. Great show. Thumbs Rip. up. I mean, you just spoiled the whole thing for them. But, uh... I didn't spoil anything. Okay. Which one is Castlevania? 
Just kidding. Just <laughs> move on. The one with the sexy vampire. <laughs> Honestly, everyone in that show is attractive, but I digress. <laughs> we're moving forward. <laughs> Amazing. Okay. I'm not wrong. <laughs> you're not. You're There's not. no judgment here. We don't kink shame. Shout I out mean, to Alucard. Alucard, Trevor. But like, put on a shirt, Alucard. You know? Nah, he doesn't need one. <laughs> nah. Why does he need one? Because then I look at myself and I'm like, ugh. I'm like I could do so much better you know yeah but this is not a Castlevania podcast this is a room where it happened podcast where they're talking in yeah (laughs) I appreciate that you're welcome so we have four people sitting at a table um they're about to play some like what is it slap hands because everyone's has their hands on the table and no one's moving an inch so hands are everyone can see their hands because aaron wants to have a conversation without any access to weapons or anything else um and (laughs) aaron comes in specifically saying i just want to talk to you guys in a quiet setting cool beans um (laughs) yeah i brought a bunch of guys with guns quiet setting um they um and kind of goes through a conversation with armin because uh not so much gabby because gabby's very quiet what's up no i I love the anime trope here of the um every time aaron was talking the camera angle was like 45 degrees shifted like tilted like it's the the classic like this character is unhinged trope and i loved it yeah that's a good trope that's a that's on brand it, yeah. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, no. Yeah. Now I, I just, it just clicked in my head. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Dun dun dun. That's why I'm not a Yeagers anymore. There you go. We definitely. we appreciate growth on this podcast, and that's definitely something that you need to definitely grow out of. Um, but yeah, he says that he wants to try to find a way to settle the things um, in Eldia um, and. LDS problems without any conflict. Oh, any conflict. I'm putting, but as for people who are listening, I'm doing like quote unquote because we know how this goes down. Um, and he says, like, everyone else will be fine, just move on. And just kind of brushes aside whatever is happening in the other room, which we found out last episode did not go so great. But we'll, um, that's for last episode. Um, and. Armin specifically says, um, we're the ones who wanted to talk to you and we wanted to figure out a way to handle this. Um, what uh, made you decide to take your own attack on Marley um, and then trying to step away from what the military was doing? Um, Aaron specifically says, I'm free and is pretty much his constant um, in this particular discussion that he's saying that I choose what I want to do and I'm constantly moving forward, which we heard him say in episode three of this season where he's um, constantly moving forward. And so he does things on his own free will. Um, And then Armin kind of brings up the fact that like, well, you kind of betrayed everyone else in your acts to be free um, you were having secret meetings and you went over to Marley by yourself without telling anybody um, and essentially calling him out on all of the shit that he just did over the past season um, and trying to figure out specifically why he wants to do this um, and says like, 
has this all been your way, um, been your free will since then? Um, which kind of indicates that he doesn't honestly think that he has any free will to begin with at this point. Um, mostly because he thinks that he's probably being brainwashed. Not so great. Um, but, but Aaron rebuttals with like something that actually gave me pause and I had to write when, um, he intimates that, uh, Armin is the one being manipulated. He's like, if memories are what shape people, then a part of you is better told now. And that's something that I hadn't thought about is like, when you inherit the other person's titan, do you inherit like their thoughts as well? Fucking blew my mind. Also blew mine. Yeah. The minute he said that, I was like, holy fuck. That's crazy. Yeah. And then he went right into coming after Mikasa, saying that she doesn't have any free will either. Because with her bloodline being the Ackerman family, um, and it, they're specifically used to protect the founding titan, that the moment that they met, he activated her. Um, and so she hasn't had any free will since they've met. And he hates her because of it. And specifically ca- says to her face that I've always hated you, Mikasa. And that sucks. That's a real big thing to say. Yeah, low blow. It was a very, very low blow. Um, very, very low blow. Um, and when she's trying to argue the fact that, like, you saved me from being kidnapped, um, and you wrap this scarf around me, um, out of all out of all out of kindness, and she puts her hand on the scarf and he says, "Put your hands down," um, and then she has to put her hands back on the table. And this particular argument does go on, um, with. Um, Armin and Aaron going back and forth talking about freedom and what's happening with the military and what um, Aaron's plans are moving forward um, which is definitely not super ideal and then he Armin pretty much snaps after Aaron says that he has always hated Mikasa and then tries to jump across the table towards Aaron this is when Mikasa's Gut, guttural reaction or like instant response is to pin Armin on the table kind of saying like this is what happens when you try to attack the founding titan near Mikasa kind of putting two and two together showing off like hey like I just told you that this is what you're going to do and so Mikasa starts questioning why she did it in the first place especially since it was Armin who was doing it um, and then <laughs> getting away from Mikasa as she's saying like, no, I didn't mean to do that. Um, Armin punches Aaron in the face. And then this is the fight scene between Armin and Aaron does not go super great for Armin. Um, but it's apparently an online favorite to see Armin pinned. What? Yeah. People oh, like, Oh, the internet is loving watching Armin pinned up against anything. Yeah. Is it like it a is. horny thing or a, oh, like, it's a horny thing? Really? The internet is very horny yeah. for women. It's because his face, when he turns around and looks at Aaron as he's pinned. And I wasn't invited. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> we'll make sure to give you an invite next time. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, it was all over my TikTok. And it was pretty, yeah. like, I would just be like, you need to calm down. <laughs> like, people, go take a cold bath. Calm down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, there is some people, um, some of the Jaegerists try to come in after Aaron throws Armin into the wine cabinet that we saw earlier last episode. And he just says, like, don't worry about it. Everything's fine. Is everything fine at this point? Um, 
and points out like, oh, this is the first time that we've ever fought Armin, isn't it? Um, and says, <laughs> why is that so? It's because there's no way you could have ever put up a fight against me as he continues to bash Armin around the floor and kicks him to the ground. And Mikasa tries to stop him. Um, however, um, Aaron essentially stops to make a comment about the fact that, like I said, at the start, if you'll tell me where um, Zeke is, there's no need for this fight. And is kind of going back to normal as if nothing happened in the first place, just deadpanned and saying that, like, okay, we're just going to take these guys with us talking about Armin and Mikasa and then the brat who killed Sasha. I think and you that's... mean the bitch. Yeah. Wow. I'm kidding. I mean, Went for it. Yeah. I mean, Amazing. come on. Sasha was much a better character. Correct. I, I have a question here. What's up? For the... I don't know. I guess maybe this might get into a little spoilery. Well, like... Do your best to not spoil, like, you manga readers. Um, is this Mikasa thing resolved in some way? Where, like, it, like, um, I guess Aaron insinuates that she is a slave to, what, Eldians, right? Is that is that revisited? You, you know what I mean? Ryan? I, I, I can take this, yeah. There, the... There is conclusion to okay. the words he said today. All perfect. Thank you. I like that answer. I was I was trying to figure out a way to put it into a small little box rather than going on to like a full on explanation. Yeah. We appreciate it. Because I, yeah. I just want the best for for, for my homegirl. Everyone yeah. does. She deserves yeah. the best. She does. Got the worst. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. God, I I'm really angry with Aaron. I'm just gonna put that one yes. out to the ether. Technically, um, if we're following Aaron's logic here, is this Aaron or is this his father? That's a very good question. Yeah. Or is Are you really upset with Aaron or are you really upset with his father? Well, I mean, I'm upset I'm, with Aaron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I tried, I because tried. there's other ways that this could have been handled. I tried. I'm not gonna lie. Now, did watching him punch Almond in the face do? Was that good? Yes, I've wanted to see Almond get punched in the face for four seasons. No, I, yeah. I didn't no. want that at all. I just, I've never, I've never liked Almond. They're bros. I mean, bros. bros fight. I think season one, Armin needed just like a smack across the face to be like smarten up and get over it like mm. he there was definitely some times where he's being very whiny but i think season three definitely like put he him into place. he, toughened, he up. toughened up and then this season he definitely toughened up and he got rid of the bowl cut the bowl cut is a sign that you've grown as a person rip bowl cut if no. there's anyone who needs to get beat up it's zenitsu from demon slayer oh my god True. that he, fucking guy long is guy so annoying yeah I mean, so annoying He's great when he's passed out, though. That sounds really inappropriate, yeah. but you need to watch the show. <laughs> oh, when he's knocked out, fantastic. You're not wrong, Fee, but I just feel like 
do the pros outweigh the cons? And the answer is no. Hmm. Hmm. How about that Mugen train, though? <laughs> I'm excited for it, I guess. I'm excited. I'm not excited. I'm I'm hesitant for it. Oh, my God. Unacceptable. We'll see. Unacceptable. All right, yeah, just one second here. All right. So, God. Um, so Armin kind of speaks up and says, is that everything that you wanted to say? Is the freedom that you wanted the freedom to hurt Mikasa? Um, and I just love the fact that he's just like, who's this? Uh, in the anime, he says, who is the slave um, that bows to the bastard again? And then in the manga, he says, who is the real slave to a piece of shit? Question mark. And so I thought some of the wording is a little bit interesting, but yeah, he's still both ways. He's just very angry at him. Um, And then Aaron says, who are you calling a slave? And Mikasa just kind of stares at Aaron longingly, which is a usual thing for Mikasa. But then they just say, let's go. And when Armin says where they're going to Shiganshina, where it all began. Dun dun dun. This is exciting. Yeah. Very exciting. I'm excited. I'm a big fan of this. But mm-hmm. also I'm scared. <laughs> yeah, I got that. The place never brings on anything good. You know what I mean? Just like constantly just bringing down the vibes. It brought on camaraderie. It- it's where all these people met. It's where the bonds were formed. And some it's might say these two are better off without Aaron, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Was, yeah. I would definitely say that they're, they would be better off without him. But here we are. Um, yeah. So then we end up back in the forest where we left off last episode with Zeke. I'm sitting down reading a book and Levi in the trees with some of his subordinates and says that um, there should have been someone else who was fed to the Titans, uh, like fed, uh, my goodness, should be fed to a Titan and points down, uh, like in the manga, he points down to Zeke, um, but instead in the anime just glares at him. (laughs) Oh God. Um, And they ask like, what does that mean? Like, what do you mean by that? And he says, what we need to do is we need to transfer the beast Titan from Zeke and give it to one of the Yagerists. And that um, we'll continue with that in particular, but they don't trust Zeke at this point um, and try to condense down um, the mission, but we can strike at Marley again and then delay their attacks. Um, But this is the extent of what we're going to do. Um, I know it's absurd. This is where um, it matters. I'm not letting him dictate things any longer. Um, And he says, like, he doesn't know if Aaron is being controlled by Zeke or not because they don't know the full extent of the royal blood also with Zeke, um, Zeke's ability, so they can't trust him. But we just need to end Zeke and um, get this done and finished. So I need you to tell Pixis that. Um, and 
I just need to rip off his limbs. And that's essentially what Levi just wants to do, is just to rip off all of Zeke's limbs and watch him suffer. That's Dude, pretty unbranded. Levi's energy is exactly the way I feel. He's just, like, totally over it. He, like, just wants to, like, get rid of these guys and, like, all their problems will, like, hopefully go away. The real question is, which Jaegers is he giving this to? Oh, I didn't think about that. And Fee, unfortunately, I think I know who it is. Well, hopefully it's uh, not Bitch Boy, um, which we'll get into later on this episode. But, yeah, probably him if they had a choice, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah, but I'm doubtful that he would want to do that in the first place. Eh, yeah, I guess so. We'll see. No. There, hmm. Yeah. I'm also, I appreciate the fact that the anime cut out another particular step that they were going to do in this mission. Yeah. And it, it included Historia. They didn't include it in this. So I'm assuming that they're writing off the Historia um, storyline, which was once she has the child feeding the Beast Titan to Historia. So shrug question mark um be- yeah so the po- uh, plan was in the manga was to feed zeke to a jaegerist lock up that jaegerist for a number of months um or do get them to do whatever their bidding was and then once historia had the child and then got over it they were going to feed the beast titan which was the original plan in the first place to historia and then complete the rumbling because they think that they still have time. Mm. I remember that. Yeah. It was a, when I was watching the anime, I'm like, I'm happy they skipped this, but that was the original plan. But Levi doesn't want to do that. Thumbs up. So as he makes his way down off of the tree, he lands in front of Zeke and asks him like, are you enjoying the book? Um, oh the conversations between the two um, and he, um, Zeke specifically says well I've read this several like several times at this point um, so I think I would enjoy it because um, yeah, he's been out there like a whole month which I, I didn't realize time like that much time had passed yeah so a full month tons of food and a lot of wine has been drunk sad face um And they have a specific conversation about the fact that Zeke was probably not reading the book, but over listening to their conversation. Um, And he says like, Oh, like uh, how would I be doing that? Like acting, being a fool as per usual. Um, And says like, we've been here for a month. Um, There's not a drop left after Zeke specifically asks how much wine is left, which there is a huge emphasis here about the wine. Um, when we first came to this clip and to the trees, they showed the wine and the bottles. And now he's asking about the wine. Um, and Zeke tells uh, Levi, you're, you come up with the worst tortures, which I assume is him running out of wine. But Levi just kind of shrugs off and says, keep reading. And Zeke tells him, you're the boss. Um, he Zeke continues reading as Levi has an internal monologue about the fact that 
It doesn't really matter what Pixis says. He's still going to kill Zeke from like ripping off his limbs and killing him and slaughtering him, which I assume that's what Levi does on a regular basis is just dream about killing Zeke. Um, but shrug um, and says like 30 fully armed soldiers are here in the trees in the surrounding forest. And if he turns into the beast, there's no way for him to escape. Yep. Um, and kind of goes into a vision. Um, like, I felt really bad here because he thinks about the fact that like it took so long, Erwin, and he, you can still see that he has so much respect for Erwin and what he promised him mm-hmm. during season three. Um, and says like, I think I'm finally going to fulfill my vow. I made to you that day. And that your death has a meaning. And at last I'll be able to prove it. Because it seems like he spent the last four years regretting the fact that he made Armin the Colossal Titan. But he hasn't essentially said that at this point. Um, But then um, he turns around and specifically sees that his... (laughs) Zeke starts running um, as fast as he can away from the camp and starts screaming. And that's when we realized that Zeke was lying the entire time about freezing. Um, and that when people, the people of like Ymir um, drink or consume any of his spinal fluid that they would paral- get paralyzed, which he said last episode is not the case. And everyone who drank the wine is now con- turning into Titans. Um, which Raining is- bodies. Raining bodies, and once again, unfortunately for Levi, in the same forest that he's watched numerous friends in, um, die constantly. Um, in last episode, we saw clips of that when he was having flashbacks of everyone that he's watched and cared for die in these particular woods that were projected up on the trees. That this is happening again with his subordinates, um, and now he has to relive that horror which is very, very unfortunate for him. Uh, at this time, he, they are not the only ones that, that are getting affected. Anyone who has drank the wine or has any sort of attachment to the Titans themselves, if they're Titan shifters, feel a kind of energy or numbness to their um, limbs. Um, because one of the people um, specifically said that, like, I didn't feel anything. Um but it might just be specifically that she saying like, I didn't feel anything because she was numb, but that's here nor there. Um, however, we did see a reaction from Armin when he says like, I feel like electricity just went through my veins because that is a Titan of Royal blood screaming um, in the woods, which is kind of crazy that he's able to um, control from that far, but kind of makes sense because we know how the founding Titans abilities worked a hundred years ago when he mind controlled all the people of parody to believe that they need to stay on this Island. Yeah. So go ahead. Sorry. I was just going to say, it kind of reminded me of the uh, Superman voice from uh, Snyder cut. Just it. Oh boy. Shot her around the world, you know? Christian were exactly no i was gonna say was it a range thing it, like uh I'm, I'm just curious if whether or not z can like scream louder and does his range extend or did he only choose to do this area or can he only do that area i don't know if you guys have any insight 
on that. Well, I would assume it's a range thing because if he, uh, if I recall correctly, the mist that was uh, used on the the town, mm-hmm. they were all turned into titans because he yelled, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, yes. but I don't think anybody complained about, uh, you know, oh, I feel numb or I feel like electricity was shot through my spine. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, yeah. I could yeah. be wrong. Okay. Could be yeah. Wrong. Okay. Um, okay. They, at this particular point, they haven't really explained the full extent of Zeke's abilities. And it makes sense why they kind of maybe had felt it. Because it might be him trying to indicate to Aaron where he is. It might be like an essentially an SOS signal. Um, but shrug. Interesting. I didn't think about yeah that like communicating with Aaron as well. Oh, I like it. Him being like help. <laughs> I turned everyone into titans. Help, oh, little man chasing me. Oh my god. He still has PTSD. Like, Zeke cannot handle Levi. The moment that he sees Levi in fights, he just, like, loses his nonsense. Yeah. I mean, he ran away like a little girl. Yeah. <laughs> because they knew. Mies is like, no. And he got carried by other titans um, away so he could get as far as he could. Yeah. But in the meantime, oh God, he's just making comments about the fact that, like, farewell, Captain. Peace mm-hmm. out, Levi. Um, you're a fun dynamic. You're um, so considerate of your subordinates that you allowed them to bring this wine on this particular trip. Um, and that they haven't done anything wrong by becoming bigger. All they're doing is just doing what is needed of them because they're people of Ymir. Oh God. And that God, this fight scene is so good. I just want to say oh, this. Yeah. Oh, like, it is a master class. God, it's so well done. It the is. use of music, especially for me was like, what oh, brought it up on level. like oh, that low beat going on in the mm, background. Mm, it was good. I don't remember any other music playing in this series during like a, an action set piece like no, this. No, this is the first time this has ever happened. Yeah. yeah. No, I think there was one particular scene in season three when they were in the basement and they started playing this kind of rap music when the um, scouts, well, at least what was left of that particular mm-hmm. scout team was going through and attacking Kenny's team. I think they had some type of music like this, if I remember, but that was about the extent of what mm-hmm. we've heard in this particular style, because we're used to hearing the very, like, epic music um, of when, like, Reiner and Bairdhold would change into their Titan forms, which is essentially everyone's favorite theme, and then we kind of have, oh, like... it's a good theme, oh, though. Is- probably my favorite theme um not of just this anime but of all time when it comes to animes but it's um it's definitely a different take but i think it was definitely needed here Mm -hmm. um but yeah we see flashbacks of levi talking to his team about the wine and that they shouldn't be taking it in the first place and that they have tea why do they need wine if they have tea 
Um, but his entire team says like, but this is like our first time being able to do this and we should have options. Like the only people who get this are typically like the police corps. Like we should be able to have some sort of luxuries if we're going to have to stay in the woods for a month. Um, and he finally subsided and said like, okay, like if that's what you guys want, like fine, we can take it. Um, but obviously this was not the good idea um and kind of regrets it at this point and you just see like the looks of regret on levi's face the entire time as he realizes that he has to fight them but also doesn't make any sense because if zeke's spinal fluid was in the wine why were they able to move and act as though nothing was wrong no one was freezing so what's happening obviously this was a lie levi he lied to you (laughs) (laughs) i don't know why this is a shock he 100% lied to you. Um, he doesn't but, think you could lie to him. <laughs> but he comments on the fact of how fast they are, but it's probably due to Zeke, and it 100% is. Um, but Zeke tries to make the Titans hardcore, like hard mode, but it definitely does not work. Um, even though it seemed a little bit um, loss at a loss for Levi, as we saw him kind Dude. of plummeting and fighting, we saw fingers getting filleted and sliced and diced we saw him rip off someone's face or at least like cut underneath his face and knock him back um unfortunately he realizes that that was the same guy from earlier which was Varus um and he still killed him anyway unfortunately uh, but yeah the epic scene of him just like slowly moving to the ground like falling to the ground as all the titans surrounded him and then we leave so good. I'm. I'm not gonna lie. I. I thought. I. W- I was very nervous. I thought Levi w- like was gonna be a goner for sure, and yeah. I was like prepared to be sad. I thought <laughs> Levi was just gonna give up and be like, "All right, well, I tried." Yeah. Yeah. Like that's a boy fueled by revenge. He's like, I need to kill him. Yeah. More mm-hmm. now. Yeah. For sure. Um. Good God. Yeah. It's a. I'm just going to shake my head because it was just, it was absolutely bonkers um, that this happened in the first place. Um, just one second here. This episode is brought to you by Canadian Coca Cola. How is it? Just do it. Just. Do it. Just drink it. There you go. There you go. Uh, I, was gonna, I was a little worried there because uh, just do it is Nike. No, I don't know about that. No? No. Okay. My God. I don't remember that being Nike. Yeah, I don't think that was. But yeah. So we Wait, cut to. Are we serious? What's right up? Now? What? Just do it? No, we're kidding with you. Okay, <laughs> right. I was gonna say, is this one of those uh, <laughs> situations where I'm wrong and everybody? I just assumed that it was Mandela effect. Yeah, Mandela effect. Oh, no. okay, okay, good. I thought yeah. I, I got scared there for a second. <laughs> Continue. I'm sorry. Oh my god. Yeah. So we see Zeke um, being carried through the forest um, by his squad. Um, trying to get by as fast as they could at this particular point and trying to find a way to get out of the woods um, as fast as he could. 
Um, and even um, if I said my true intentions, you guys probably wouldn't have understood. Um, and kind of regretting the fact that like he didn't want to take those particular steps, but he realizes that there's nothing that he could have done to make Levi understand what his steps were, which we get to see in these two episodes, which is a little bit crazy, but it was kind of nice to be able to have those two episodes together because I think it really actually helped in the long run to allow us to really understand Zeke's true intentions. So um, I'm happy that it was back to back, but also at the same time, it was a lot. I think I did like a laundry break in between. Yeah, that's yeah. a that's valid. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he um, Zeke kind of comments on the fact that he hopes that his brother has figured out where they're supposed to meet, and everything seemed to be going golden. Up until the point here, he hears whooshing noises, and one of the titans in the back gets his neck slo- like sliced open, and he sees Levi, um, and he is one hundred percent not okay with this, and says, "Oh no!" and proceeds to tell them to go after him, uh, but this definitely is not the case, and gets one of the titans just gets sliced and diced, and completely destroyed um, as he's trying to get away, and. He questions the fact on how Levi's still alive, uh, which honestly, very good question, um, but then turns into the Beast Titan and then proceeds to take the female Titan that he had who was carrying him into portions and starts throwing them at Levi. Fucking insane. This scene it was so gross. So gory. <laughs> It was extremely gory, but God, was cool. It was extremely gory, yeah. Uh, That's all I can say. (sighs) Yeah. No, I... uh, Oh, continue, Christian. I was going to say, not me eating a salad while watching this scene. I was also eating food (laughs) while watching this episode, and I kind of got grossed out, yeah. Yeah, I was um, really excited for this scene, Um mostly because I wanted to see how um, Mappo was going to handle it. And honestly, they killed it. Like this whole fight scene, they killed it. They fucking killed it. Were you going to say something? need to prove more. Just how much, how good they are at fucking animation. They just keep doing it. Which just like goes to show you like how, like, dumb it was for people to like, complain on Twitter about Mappa taking over. Yeah. Because, yeah, they are killing it, so. Yeah. In your no. face. No. Like, they took the manga and they elevated it. Like, it was definitely a cool scene when you, like, when I was reading it the first time, but actually seeing it animated because I was concerned because wit was great, but there was certain times where they tried to avoid avoid gore when they could but mappa's like we have jujitsu we don't care <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah we will show a man getting ripped in half Get oh my ready. god like head gone we're taking this person and we're ripping them in half like he freaking deconstructed that titan as if it was nothing um and comments on the fact that like how he could have killed um, his comrades in the first place. But Levi's like, you don't know 
how many people we've had to kill. You don't know how like many like times that we've had to go through and kill our own comrades or we had to kill our own people because of certain actions. AKA him turning everyone into Titans constantly just like needs to stop. You got to stop Zeke, but that's here nor there as he's just constantly ripping these Titans apart as if it was nothing. Um, and just throwing the remains at Levi and mistaking bushes and branches as the ever so fast Levi. I'm not realizing that that's why the green Cape comes in handy because you look like you're a part of the trees themselves. And so he's constantly able to dodge. Um, but Zeke, God, you could just tell how freaked out Zeke was during this scene um, and concerned for his life. He's just like, I need to protect my back, but also I need to protect my front. And I'm going to just, I need to take out this entire forest. Like, there's a reason why they put you in the forest, Zeke. <laughs> like, there was- yeah. <laughs> yeah, you do bet. It was all pitted against you. Yeah. This is what this, this is why your jail cell was a forest because you can't make it out of here without getting at least raffle stomped to oblivion, which is essentially what happens here when Levi and him have this back and forth between each other. However, Levi comes down with the lightning rods and blows Zeke's nape to smithereens and pulling out the melting is the best way to put it. The melting Zeke um, and saying like, Hey, Uh-oh. Did I freeze? Oh, great. Of course. Hold on. Of course. Hey. Hey. Hi. Did everybody else freeze? Yeah. Okay. Oh, did you? Everybody freeze for me okay yep. cool i thought it was just me i was gone yeah me too howdy okay there we go we're back okay am i dead <laughs> yeah so levi tells zeke he doesn't need to worry um and that he's not going to be killed yet and then gets dragged down through the woods by his hair um, and we come to the <laughs> Shinkanshina district where we see the essentially commander of the training, Skelmlekor, um, talking about the fact that um, while Zachary has been killed, they're still going to continue to train and that they need to prepare for Titans and to kill Titans. But um, some of the trainees don't think that that's the best um, time like McGinnis that's not the best way to spend their time as they should be finding ways to fight for Eldia and the Eldians um, and making a focus on fighting their enemies not specifically the Titans because they've befriended them that they can continue and try to work with the Agorists. Um so one of the trainees speaks up and says that they should be fighting for the Jaegerists and that they should be putting their focus on specifically that fight and not what the commander specifically wants to do. But that doesn't really matter in this case because he has some backup flock himself with Hanji um, still in handcuffs um, introduces himself to the instructor 
um, or I spe- what did they specifically call him in the anime? I think it was Commander? It's Commander. Yeah, Commander. Yeah. Yeah. So he introduces him that way and kind of calls him out and Flock talks about the fact that he's going to be taking over from now on and that the new age of the Agorists and the um, people of Eldia is coming. Essentially condensing this because he goes on to a full-on monologue about his thoughts and how everything's going to be run from now on. But he's going to be taking over and that the commander needs to step down. Um, The commander says essentially, no, I'm not going to step down and that you guys need to step off because no one's going to follow you idiots anywhere. Um, However, he's cut short into his full-on rant when Flock shoots the stone beside his feet um, and accidentally missed his foot. (laughs) Wait, why is that Uh, in quotes? Because I... I'm... uh, How did he miss... Like, out of everything, he could have shot, like, his leg. Yeah, Stormtrooper aim, let it be. I mean, that is a reflection on Flock, I'm gonna be honest. I keep on drinking from a water bottle that doesn't have anything in it. Why? Who knows? I shall return to get some water. Yeah. Okay. Is is he the guy, you were saying, like, you you called him a bitch earlier. He's a bitch boy. There you go. It was bitch boy. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, no. I agree, hundred percent. He's just God from for someone who didn't want Armin to live and hated Aaron for a long while. He's converted very fast to being a full on like I support Aaron and everything he mm-hmm. believes in. Yeah, like I don't think this is what Erwin would have wanted, and you're now following the guy who, like forced his own friend to be saved instead of Erwin. Which sometimes I think like, man, I wish I would have known what would have happened if Erwin was around because he would have just slapped Aaron. He would have been like, you dumb dumb. And then <laughs> It'd be a much different show. It's like when, taking care of business. It's like those TikToks where they have the book and it's like this is Attack on Titan season four and then this is what happens if Erwin was the one who saved and just smacked um, or like Aaron and told him to stop it's just like the book's like a little sliver whereas like the actual season 4 is like this <laughs> huge book and but yeah um, yeah I guess we can continue while Ruben is getting a drink oh yeah he'll catch up okay he'll be fine be fine but yeah um, god he's just I I personally just find Flock very entitled, and he assumes a lot of power where he shouldn't have it. Like, I think someone could have, like, I'm not saying the Egorists are good by any means, but I think someone mm-hmm. else would have been a better representative, especially in this situation. Um, yeah, he seems a little, like, adolescent, in my opinion. Like, yeah. Like, kind of immature. Yeah. Yeah, because he essentially says, like, we don't need to listen to the old military and that we're taking over because we need to have a new regime of mm-hmm. like fighters and we need to think forward and that this old fashioned army um, corpse isn't going to be helping anybody and that we need to follow Aaron to create a new and better Eldian, which is kind of nuts. Um, and then continues and um, like asks like, now I'm asking you all who 
are you all? For um, are you someone who will live together with us in the future, led by Aaron Yeager, or someone who will remain with Keith um, Shadis um, here and commit double suicide along with your old um, customs? This then leads the scout who, not my goodness, not even a scout, um, the trainee who talked out um, earlier on in this particular scene and a few others to follow um, and put their hand over their heart, um, saluting and said, for the sake of Eldia's future, I dedicate my heart, um, which is what specifically said in the manga, in the anime, it says, like, for the sake of Eldia's future, we give our hearts instead. Um, And Flock tells them to show their resolve and their loyalty by beating up the old commander. What you gotta do it. Human being. Oh my god, I hated this. Oh god. Yeah, it was really bad. Yeah, so he tells them to beat him up, and they're like, what? Like, why should we do that? However, Keith did kind of taunt them by saying, like, no one's gonna beat me. I could beat all of you at once. And I'm like, oh, dude. Hard cut. This is not a good time. Um, So then we see him on the ground, completely beaten, bruised, and bloodied. um, And says, like, you will all be welcomed. And says that we're gonna go and find Zeke now. (laughs) And tells Hanji, like, you're gonna tell, like, you're gonna take me where he is. And Hanji just stares down at her old commander and doesn't want to move. However, she is forced to by Flock. Then we have a montage of Armin and the other scouts with Sasha's family in a jail cell. And then Aaron having a 1980s, like, ballad moment where he's just on the windowsill staring out the window. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Dropping his mixtape. Gonna be fire. It's going to be fire. Um, Levi notices like oh you're awake He's, and makes some comments about his stench again and tells Zeke that he should not move um, the reason being is he's actually r- wrapped a rope around Zeke's neck um, that is connected to a thunder spear and that if he moves um, that the thunder spear that's currently lodged in Zeke's abdomen will go off and blow him to smithereens, taking out the Beast Titan once and for all. Uh, this is crazy. But I, I also- love this scene. Same, same. Yeah, I'm like, this is a badass fucking scene. <laughs> like, this is on some territory that we have not seen of Levi. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, because he's just over it. Levi's done. He's like, I need to avenge Erwin. I'm going to do that. If it means blowing myself up with this crazy motherfucker, whatever yeah. it takes, it, yeah. Um, Avengers. I appreciate that um, Mappa took the opportunity to not anime um, Zeke throwing up. Really appreciate it, Mappa. Um, I because they that's how he woke up. <laughs> because they definitely drew it a lot <laughs> in the manga. I'm gonna Google Zeke throwing up. Oh, I don't like it. <laughs> Um, and says, given the state that you're in, it's hard for me to even tell um, you um, 
not to die, but it's like, um, but it's not like I have any sympathy for you. Um, you treaded um, over the l- lives of my subordinates, um, all according to your plan was beginning to be covered. Uh, God. And then he says, like, was it really worth being covered in shit for? Um, and all according to your plan, was this a part of your plan as well? As he proceeds to chop and slice and dice Zeke from his toes up into like mid, like upper thigh. And as Zeke is screaming and he says, well, I can't let you change into the beast Titan as he's doing this very calmly, just like just slicing him up. And Zeke asks where his glasses are. And Levi's like, I don't know where they are, but you don't need them where you're going or you will not need them anymore. And we see a small glimpse into his past where he's playing baseball. Um, and he says, like, I need them. Um, and then he says, um, oh God, this is a little bit sad. He's like, because I have a mission. And mm-hmm. comments on Xavier. And then that's the episode of episode 14. I think it's only sad once we get the context of episode 15. Because at that point, I was like, fuck Zeke. Yeah. yeah. Why? Yeah. I definitely that's... agree. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Really... I was like, I just want to see this man explode now. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see this guy explode now? I didn't think he was going to do it. And then I watched the uh, episode 15 and I was like, yeah. I, I see why, and good. I mean, yeah, in a way, and then another way, I think it. Like, yeah, without the background, which I think that's why I really like the fact that episode 14 and 15 were back-to-back, yeah. because mm-hmm. it really, like, explained to us very quickly why he one has a mission two why we should feel bad for him and honestly three why um grisha is the worst yeah shrug i think i, think I would have been more down on episode 15 had it no had it like just been released like by its own you know what okay. I mean? like having 14 15 back to back like i didn't mind the um the flashback as much like it gave, it gave me more context like I got my fill of action, so getting more like a grounded story and getting some uh, character development like was good for me. Mm-hmm. Z- Zeke has always been a character I've always been very interested in his background. I think so to finally get that was well deserved for a character that is holding such importance in these final hours of the story. Yeah. Also, why is he wearing glasses that he shouldn't like? Are those prescription? Of course not. Who knows? It, it's 2010. He poked the holes out of. He poked the lenses out of him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but also, that- like, he did inherit the the Titan before him, right? So maybe he inherited bad eyesight. <laughs> God, that would suck. Oh, you're gonna die in 12 years, and you can but you can turn to a monster. That's pretty cool. But, but you gotta also, start wearing glasses. You can't now. see now. Yeah. You gotta go see an optometrist first. <laughs> At least he can see the future, but um, fuck, I'm leaving. Christian, she just took your line. Are you gonna take that li- line down? <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean? You're usually the one that has the 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 quips. Oh yeah, sure, yeah. 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 
I'll allow it. I'll allow it. Okay. Thank you. But you're I on thin ice, Counselor. Thin ice. Wow. Thin ice. Man. <laughs> I've been having a really good go at being on thin ice recently. Um, episode 15. All those glasses. Yeah. And you, so didn't see, and you didn't see Levi coming. There we go. This is my territory. <laughs> I want it back. <laughs> Uh, that that was okay. I don't know if it was as good, but I'll take it. I'm just reaching. I'm reaching. Yeah. I'm gonna st- um. What happened, Fee? Slapping. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that episode 15, though. Yeah, I wrote one note for this. What was that? Lots to think about. Because <laughs> there was lots to think about. That is I think tra- I wrote tragic. I wrote two two words for this. Bitch boy. That's all I got. Mm. Oh, bitch boy is, is in last episode. No, bitch boy is in this episode. Are you calling Zeke bitch boy? Yeah, again, I, I am going to Go back and say, like, mm-hmm. you don't snitch on your family, you know? Oh. That's when you that's, when that's when you pull a 180 those and you're rel- like... Those were relatives. No, no, no. That's when you pull a 180 and you're like, yeah, this guy is... Sorry, I yelled. <laughs> yeah, this guy is Al. And boom, there Here's you go. Here's the thing. He had to eat his dad. His fought like, his dad, like, the person he cared about... Who he like looked upon as a father figure, he had to consume. The guy who gave him life is the guy who brainwashed him and used him as a pawn in his own scheme. Understandable, but if it wasn't for Zeke, think about this. If it wasn't for Zeke, none of this would have happened. No, if it wasn't for Gresha, none of this would have happened. No, no, no. If it wasn't for Zeke, had he not snitched out his family, none of this would have happened. There would be no Aaron Yeager, you know? Mm. Lots to think Here's about. The thing. If Gresha <laughs> wasn't a crazy psychopath who brainwashed his child, this- forcing him into a war that he didn't want to be a part of, when he all he wanted to do is play baseball and wanted to have a real dad, and proceeded to force his child through all this turmoil, and then called him, like, essentially called him a piece of shit, essentially, and got angry at the fact that Maybe Zeke didn't want to do what his dad wanted to do, that he forced him to a point, like a breaking point, that made him want to essentially snitch on him. I see what you're saying, and I understand what you're saying. Mm. That's all I got. You know what? It's Marley's (laughs) fault, and here's why. Because (laughs) those two Marley soldiers, that actually, no, there were three Marley soldiers who took dogs... And consume Gresha's sister. If that particular thing didn't happen, then Gresha wouldn't have been a psychopath, and then Gresha wouldn't have like married the girl that had royal blood. Then he wouldn't have become like essentially this person that he is now. And then he wouldn't have had Zeke, which would have been slightly sad because I really like Zeke. But then all these other events wouldn't have happened. You're right. You're right. You know what? Marley's fault. Yeah. Good job, Marley. You caused the destruction of millions of people. 
I man, I almost said like we need another pandemic, but like we we're in one. <laughs> like I, I didn't think that that went through. And it's and it's terrible. You know what, guys? Okay. We went around you, baby. Smartly's fault. Smartly's fault. Smartly's fault. Uh, yeah, up. that's a shoulder right there. Off. <laughs> oh man, hold on. Let me try to fix it. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> I can't. Hold on. I can't. Hold on. Wait. Seeks a bitch, boy. That's all I got. Seeks a bitch. Oh. Zeke's a bitch. I don't like this anymore. Continue. Oh. I'm sorry. <gasps> too much power now. Okay, I shouldn't have told you. Um, I mean, I I was playing around with that before you told me. Anyway, so Zeke's backstory is episode fifteen. Um, very first scene is we see the Jaeger family, which is Zeke, uh, Zeke's family. Um, Gresha, Dina, and Zeke are overlooking Liberio and Gresha tells him that this is where they live and that they will continue to live if they don't find a way out. Great job. This is a great way to way to start this here. Um, we're forced to live here until the day we die and um, being unable to go anywhere else. Zeke, don't you want to get out of here? And little baby Zeke is like, yes, I do. Um, Epic Zeke impression, by the way. Oh, so good. I mean, thank you. I really, really appreciate it. Um, and at this point, we see an old gentleman coming out and saying, like, oh, it's so early for um, visitors up here. But I'll come back later until he notices the armband. And mm-hmm. then th- says, like, Ugh, Eldians. And throws the dirt water at the Jaeger family. And when he's like, why would you do that? We have authorization to be up here. He's just like, I'm a cleaner. And I've been told that my job is to clean the trash and take out the garbage. Rude. That's very rude. Um, And says that his workplace is getting dirty because of um, you demon, um, you devils. Um, And then says like, you slaughtered almost um, every children. Um, and you're constantly causing bloodshed, but you're constantly pumping out things like that. And look at Zeke, um, which is really, really mean. Um, and as they make their way down the street, um, they're getting called out by people um, around them saying that they stink and that they're devils and that um, they essentially don't deserve to live at this point, which is also not super great. Um, and Gresham uses this as a learning experience and tells Zeke to remember how he's being treated, and if the world is wrong, then it must be changed. And then that's when the opening starts. Um, Unfortunately, Zeke is not the strongest fighter. Um, As we see, he struggles through the trenches when two men on the side on horses are looking around and comment like one of those... um, um, one of the men says, oh, so one of these people are going to inherit my Titan, which we find out is cur- the what is, at that point, the current Beast Titan, um, and notices the child who's left behind, and the other guy's like, yeah, that's Jaeger, 
Um, but he's not going to do well because as everyone else is being super competitive and trying to push towards this goal to become the new Titan that he's not really putting in all of the effort. Um, and he doesn't seem to have the guts to do so, which is a little bit sad, but he's just a little kid. Like, I don't like this. Not going to lie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we see a wholesome family moment with Zeke, Dina, and Gresha as they ask him how his day is going. Like, not specifically how his day is going, but how the training is going. And that they're commenting on the fact that, like, oh, you'll definitely become a warrior for sure. You just need to put in a little bit more effort. Like, you got this. You have special power. A special power. Um, and that, above all, you're our son. Um, and he seems a little bit happy, like, oh, yeah, woo, raise the roof. Um, but then the Yeager family ends up at Gresh's parents' home as they're dropping off their child, um, even though Zeke seems relatively happy because he's going to have his favorite pie for dinner, um, that you can hear from out of earshot that um, his grandfather's asking, why are you going out for another night? Like, are, is this dance group really that important um sorry the social dance club is what he specifically says and is it so important that you're leaving your son here with us every night um and they're like but it's really important because we're like worrying about the health um and maintenance of the district and the well-being of the people of liberio and gresh's father's kind of commenting on the fact well you might need to pay more attention to what's happening at home than what's happening on the outside. Um, but they don't seem to be fully concerned. And they're like, oh, no, Zeke understands why we're doing this. Zeke is all aboard on this. And when he gets older, he's going to join us as well. And that will continue this particular work, um, which you, Zeke doesn't seem super thrilled by this idea at all. I mean, like all kids, like when their parents are forcing their own interests into their kids, like. No, Zeke's his own person. He's like, his dad's like, you're going to go play soccer. And the kid's like, I don't want to play soccer. I want to be an artist. And he's just like, no, you're going to play soccer and get a scholarship and go to that really big college. But Zeke just wants to be a kid, which makes sense. And I think that's what happens a lot. And we saw that earlier in the season as well um, with the other um warriors kind of backstories and we're kind of seeing that now um with the other um warriors training um which is unfortunate because obviously as we all know some of them met their demise before they were even able to get out of preteenhood rest in peace so they talk about the tragedy um of lago that happened 1200 years ago and Zeke's grandparents kind of talk about the fact that the havoc unfolded um, at the havoc of Monte and the calamity at um, Valet um, unfolded, and ten th- tens and thousands of Marlians were killed by the Eldian Empire. And that for, um, refugees who somehow managed to escape wandered aimless, aim- aimlessly, that is a word. Um, away um, into the fields and wilderness but the Eldian Empire had placed titans in their way so when the titans rose with the sun the Marlians were 
And Zeke just kind of cuts him off and says, like, a lot of people died, right? Um, and his grandfather um, makes sure that, is your dad telling you the correct history? Um, and Zeke says, like, yeah, this is... Be- um, he says that because the Eldians did horrible things against Marleans, we have to atone for that here. Um, and father saying it's essentially what he needs to repeat when people ask him about what his dad's teaching him, which is not exactly at all what he's being taught. Um, but this is essentially the training mechanism that his father has told him to specifically say. And I know like what happened, what we saw earlier in the series that he needs to take these steps to make sure that his grandfather doesn't get mad at him or his, at his father because at this point he's still protecting his family because up until this particular point, Ruben, he protected his family. All I'm saying is like, if I talked to my grandfather that way, well, if I talked to my grandmother that way, uh, I would have gotten slapped in the head with a sandal. Like, don't, don't ever cut me off. Yeah. Don't ever cut me off like that. Like I'm telling you the story. Don't, that's, that's not how that works. Goodness. Grandma got a good backhand. Yeah. Good God. But yeah, they um <laughs> they made sure like they asked him, like, are you do you want to be a, a warrior and fight for Marley? And he's like, Yeah, I definitely want to become a warrior and fight for um Marley and tried to seem really strong about it, but you could see that he was definitely not thrilled. Um, and that they said it was time for bed and he, he kind of saw the excitement when his grandmother says like next time we'll like be like we'll read that book about that cat in the house and he's just like yay like, very excited about it like you could see how like not happy he was about the other story but got really emotional and super happy that he's going to be actually like experiencing something that doesn't include the war who who would have thought kids like kid kid things? Right? What children on into the war? <laughs> the war? Let's read crime and punishment. <laughs> Let's read Next war up. and war and peace. Good God. Good there so you go. Makes a raft. Really? Good God. This is the I feel it's just it gets more and more depressing as this episode goes on. He notices the photo of his dad and his father's sister, which would have been his aunt. Um, and then we cut to him really failing at putting a gun together. Like he could not put those things together. And as honestly, like me trying to put a pen back together that has like a spring, <laughs> it just like <laughs> God. Um he then notices some kid on the street playing with his dad and he gets an idea maybe he wants to play ball with his dad but instantly gets cut off when he gets home because he mentioned he tries at least to mention that he wants to at least go outside and play because he came home early his dad said like oh fantastic you're home early we can now study more he's like oh yeah totally want to study some more um, and then Russia continues and essentially rewrites everything that he was told with his grandfather, saying that he these particular tragedies never happened, that this was something that Marley came up with, and that they need to make sure that they continue this 
like remembering that this was all false and by Marley. Is that um, canon, by the way? I, I, I couldn't remember. Like, did Marley actually make this up? It seems like it's something they would do. This was is for. I think this is one of the um, stories that was like built um, through the war. I Ryan, would this include like the hero? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So this is fabricated, like okay. the. But it was also fabricated from the king's point of view and Marley's point of view. Gotcha. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. I just wanted to make sure I wasn't I wasn't making making things up. Make them make them. Um. Zeke tries to confront his father and his mother um, and that maybe they shouldn't continue essentially going on about these stories um, and that what the truth is about the LDM people because that will get them in trouble not only him but like their entire family because as we've learned throughout the series that if one LDM gets in trouble their entire family gets in trouble aka they all get shipped off to parody and turned into titans so he's like maybe we shouldn't be doing this um, however, his dad was not particularly happy about it whatsoever and snapped. Um, and lost in paradise. It's not, it's, <laughs> it's not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Wow. Yeah, this conversation was very difficult to listen to. Um, and I know I say that a lot, but it was. You can see Zeke's intentions. And obviously up until this point, we've always been kind of like team Aaron, almost team Russia, because the fact that Russia went through all of this. And at the end of season three, we watched his backstory of him losing his sister and losing his wife and essentially losing everything that he cared for. But then now we see Zeke's point of view, which is it wasn't so much like wasn't black and white it wasn't everyone was out to get Grusha. it was Grusha had some ill intent as well um and this definitely kind of isolated me not enjoying or liking Grusha after mm. this particular point he's a shitty dad he's a yeah he's beyond a shitty dad um and Zeke essentially um, has to listen to his dad talk about the fact that, like, the very reason why his sister was killed um, was because that this world is corrupt and that everyone is out to get the Eldians and that um, he, he, by we, needs to continue fighting. He also means that Zeke needs to constantly, like, move forward and to fight for Marley um, and fight for the, fight against Marley for the Eldian people. And that he's going to be the one that saves everybody. And he puts the emphasis on Zeke and everything needs to... Um, Zeke needs to focus on what the true task is. Which you can also already see that he's like faltering from this particular mindset. Um, and... God. This was just a... It was an interesting scene for sure. Um... But we then cut to Zeke being told that he has no motivation um, by the commander, um, which is Commander Magath is telling him, like, you have no 
um, will or want to be here and that uh, Marley is looking for men who are devoted to the motherland and if you're not one of those people then you need to take a hike um, uh, Commander Magath? Yeah is that? It's the younger Commander Magath I didn't either Yeah, I saw it in his face You can tell by his to... chin stuff Yeah mm. Yes mm. And this fucker is generic military man number three. I assumed it was Magath just because he was a lower rank before the season. So I'm only assuming that he was probably like he did the same thing that Keith did, which was train this trainees and then was moved up to a actual like full fledged commander of the military. Um, because he seemed to have a lot of like association like that's at least my interpretation it mm. may not have been Magath because it was literally two drawing like two sketches mm-hmm. um two blocks so who knows it may have been um if you want to check it out it's chapter 114 um and by people who might want to check it out i'm saying ryan because i do not recommend the other two <laughs> look at the manga in case for any spoilers i don't think there is i think this entire episode is actually just this full-on chapter but who knows? But yeah, he... God. He sees Zeke essentially at his lowest point um, in that no one is... Uh, no one can trust him um, and that we can trust um, the nation's titan to an Eldian like you um, because he's the slowest, he's the weakest, and that he is different than everyone else. But then he is stopped in his tracks by a baseball um, and the guy says, like, hey, can you throw it over here? And Zeke throws it back at him. And he's like, hey, you have quite the arm for a little guy. And he's like, do you want to play some fetch? Uh, and he throws a fo- um, ball back to Zeke. And then you see this friendship between these two, which is super adorable. Um, he introduces himself like, I'm a Marlian warrior. I'm a, um, you guys um, aim to become. However, my beast titan is not so useful um in the war so i'm just gonna i just play ball here that's all i do i just play baseball and just have fun um my name is tom xavier um and my principal occupation is being a titan researcher and that's what his goal is and task is and he asks zeke for his name and he says i'm zeke yeager and then you see kind of like a cute montage of them playing baseball like just Playing fetch back and forth. Okay, are you? I uh, now I need to bring this up. Yeah. You, are you? Are you calling? Are you calling this fetch? You, did you? Are you saying fetch? It's, it's fetch. the Canadian thing. Did you? Did no you, way. Wait. 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 I thought not, I just heard that in my head. Oh God. Is it catch? Oh, it's catch. It, I meant to say catch. catch. Yeah. I meant to say catch. You know what? It's catchy. I mean, the first time yeah. he picked up the ball was fetch because he picked up the ball. Fetch with an animal. <laughs> we're all one, one I mean, beast. It, it, he's a beast. What's a beast? We're at, well, yeah, that's what I was going to say. We're I wish I wish here. Zeke would yell "Unleash the beast" every time he transforms. <laughs> that would be awesome. That would be awesome. Unleash the beast. Oh my god. <laughs> you know what I would like? I would like it for him to say "Unleash the" and then. When he transforms into the beast titan, he says beast. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. 
I hate. Oh god, I hate this and love this at the same time. Mm. Um, oh god. So he is super excited. Um, he's home a little bit late, um, and he says, "Like I know I've been a little bit late, but I I have something to tell you." But then he notices that the door is shut, um, and then overhears a conversation with um, Greece, who is actually um, is it Falco's uncle? Yes. Yes. Okay, so it's Falco's uncle is in the room. Yeah, there you go, <laughs> Christian. <laughs> Shocker! Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, um, Greece is in the room talking about the fact that like this might your plan might not work um, because he's heard rumors um, of how Zeke is doing. But Gresha says like, no, my son knows that he what he needs to do and that he needs to become a Titan because um, they need to find a way to get there. But they should like the owl should do more. Um, agree says, well, he has like he could, has a say, but he doesn't have any influence on who gets chosen as the beast titan. Mm-hmm. So Zeke has to overhear this entire conversation of them going back and forth about the fact that they might miss this opportunity and that everything is riding on Zeke and him becoming the beast titan, and that if he doesn't get that opportunity, then they'll miss out and it's going to be a hundred more years before they're able to do something like this. Um, which is probably referring to the fact that he is a descendant of royal blood and that he would get the beast titan and then obviously as we all know need to find the founding titan and that's his role. Um but unfortunately he is caught because he makes a slight movement um and he says like hey I'm sorry like I was over listening to you guys but like um and they're like if it's you we can do it because it's um, you're our child and so they're like really putting a lot of pressure on Zeke's shoulders I'm just saying that because I feel like that's really emphasized through this entire chap not chapter but this entire episode that everything is riding on Zeke and that Zeke is constantly reminded that he needs to do this um so Zeke tries to put in his best by going back and says, like, I need to do this um, to compensate for Eldia's sins by showing my loyalty to Marley. Um, please let me participate in the public training. And so little Zeke with his little backpack and his little gun, well, actually his <laughs> massive rifle. Normal gun, yeah. <laughs> yeah, his normal gun. I'm I'm like, wait a second, it's not a small backpack. Like, it's not even a small backpack. It's a huge backpack with like a, what is it? A sleeping bag and then his gun. And he's trying his best mm. to run over these hills. But he's kind of being shame looked at by his parents um, as they kind of just shake their head. Gresha just is like upset about what's happening and then walk away. Um, and as he tears up, as he watches his family um, turn their backs on him, um, he gets told that he needs to like continue moving. But you see a little bit of remorse in Tom's eyes, um, which is Xavier. Um and that night, he hears his dad tell, talk about the fact that this is bullshit and that he is a weakling and that he's not going to fulfill their task and goal. Um, and by no means that he's going to become a warrior um, if we don't come up with a new plan. Like, we need to come up with a new plan. So at this point, Zeke feels like he's failing his entire family and that nothing's going right and that there's nothing else that he could do. So he then played, like, we cut to next day, he's playing catch with, my goodness, Tom? Yes, Tom. Mm-hmm. I, 
Yeah, you know what? Names are hard, guys. There's a lot of people. Oh, in there's this so series. many people in the show. There's so many people. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm happy I'm not the only one where I'm just like, oh god, like. Oh, I'm just like, oh, it's that dude. I'm gonna be honest. Him. Some sometimes you'll name drop someone, and I'll open up a separate tab and I'll Google them just because so, I need to remember what they look like. <laughs> I also do that. I also do that. When she's calling I, back like a character that we saw in like season one or season two, mm-hmm. and I'm like, what yeah. the fuck is that? Sorry. <laughs> I don't okay. remember who Sasha is. Just kidding. Damn. Just kidding. Just Damn. kidding. I need a 15 minute like mental <laughs> breakdown <laughs> break <laughs> for that comment. Every time Sasha gets mentioned, we need a 15 minute break. Oh my god. Oh, I can't. Okay. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> I get really upset. Um, yeah. Um, god. Frickin' Tom knows how to set up the scene where he says, like, you were quite the best the other day, kid. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like, what a dick. <laughs> He's like, that's not something you should be laughing about. Like, th- at this point, I'm being made into, like, essentially a handyman, and I need to do everyone's, like, shit work at this point mm-hmm. um, because of it. And he's like, honestly, you don't seem like you really want to be a warrior. And he's like, it's because I had to. Even so, it was absolutely hopeless that I tried in the first place. And he's like, no wonder. Like, doing something that's going to shorten your lifespan, evading countries, killing people for the sake of barley is stupid, and you cannot keep tagging along, right? And he's like, well, no, I I need to do this, Mr. Xavier. Like, like you're a warrior. And he's like, yeah, but doesn't mean I want to be one. Like, that's right. he says, like, my talent, like my role is completely different. Like, because I want to know the mysteries of the Titan. That's all that he wants to do. Like he's a researcher for a reason. He's not a fighter. He wants to put in the research and figure out Ymir and the backstory and trying to figure out where everything has come to task. Um, my goodness. Yeah. It's no big deal. It's stupid for you um, to become a warrior. Um, and honestly, it doesn't make any sense. He no- realizes it doesn't make any sense for Zeke to be a um, a warrior or even a titan. Um, everything started with the founder Ymir, um, touched something to shorten their life um, through the titan memories. And he kind of puts a bunch of like pieces together that we already knew. Like things such as like the paths and why everything is specifically going this way. and why is everyone connected in some way, shape, or form? Um, and I want to know what happened 2,000 years ago. But yeah, he seems, like, really, like, down-to-earth and really friendly. And, like, he tries to cheer him up and says, like, because, like, we're unusual. Like, we're different than everyone else, and that's okay. And tries he, to be... What's up? He, he has, like, an actual relationship with, like, uh, Zeke, who's, like... he's talking to Zeke as a person and not as a warrior, which is how Grisha sees his own son, which is like tragic, like how Ryan mentioned, but like for sure. Yeah. This was what he needed. Mm -hmm. Um, He needed a buddy. He needed a buddy. He honestly, he needed a dad. Like he doesn't have it. Like he had like a, a person who was like telling him what to do. And daddy issues the series. Yeah. Dad. (laughs) that's a whole other thing um god yeah my goodness yeah this is where 
everything went to hell in a handbasket. And I'm realizing that I read my notes out of order, but that's fine. Um, as we notice that Zeke overhears that there's Jaegerists, I'm not Jaegerists, my apologies, um, Eldian sympathizers, and that um, rest- restorationists, my absolute apologies on that. Um, so they um, are currently working and they might be a part of the actual military themselves and that they're trying to figure out who it is. Um, and that whoever it is, they're going to be sent, obviously, to parody. Um, and then this is where Zeke specifically says that his stomach hurts and kind of tries to interact with his father and says, like, you shouldn't do things so recklessly and dangerous because people know. And as you can see, as my notes have been going in different orders, this makes more sense why he's having this conversation with his dad and saying that they shouldn't be so reckless because the people at the school, like, not the military specifically know and that he goes on and tries to talk them like he tries to be reasonable but unfortunately grisha already is set in stone that they need to do this and that they need to save the Eldian people and that he's their particular key um and then unfortunately after that particular fiasco and a half um you see zeke crying by himself and he, um, Tom finds him and asks him, like, what's wrong? And then he explains everything, absolutely everything to him and tells him that his family is our restorationists and that what his family's plans are, including him trying to inherit one of the Titans. And he, like, you can tell that Tom just does not want this for him. And that's why he tells him, like, you need to turn your parents in. You need to do this not only for like yourself but for your grandparents and that this is the best way because they did not love you they're specifically using you for their own intentions um and i think he took this particular step because he knows that there's different ways that this situation can be handled and that this is the only way for in some way tom finding out that he like has zeke as a future proof plan to be able to continue his legacy, but also because as we learn later on, he uses like he sees a bit of his son in Zeke. And so he doesn't want Zeke to be sent over to Paradis. So he convinces Zeke to turn into his uh, turn in his parents, which then cuts us to the memorable scene from season three, where <laughs> Zeke is pointing at his parents and saying that they're the restorationists, and then they get shipped off. And as his parents are getting shipped away, he's getting essentially held by the shoulder by Tom and kind of, Mm -hmm. like, comforting him in this situation. Um, And saying that he's a good and smart kid and that he'll be okay. Sad face. Um, Yeah, and we cut to him being older. Congratulations, Zeke, you grew up. Um, he's like a teen at this point, right? Yes, he's a teen. Okay. Yeah, he's, I think, 15 or 16 at this point, if I can do math correctly. Either way, he's older. Shrug. Um, yeah, he looks a lot older than the last time we saw him, but he's now very, very efficient when th- with throwing um, baseballs. Um, and oh, yeah. Even Tom tells him that he needs to kind of be a little bit more gentle with him and then realizing that he's like meeting the end of his time. 
Um, and at this point, we get to see the old gang. We get to see Annie, Baird, Hold, um, Peck, and all the little guys walking. Like in, It's a very short scene as you see them walk by. Um, but it was kind of nice to see them again. And I forgot this they were a part of this timeline. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's been a lot, guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's been a heck of a lot. Um, and Tom says, like, while, while I couldn't have become an old man, like, I've been able to devote my life to research, and that's all I wanted to do, and that it seems like um, I'm going to be able to present my research at last, and then when Zeke specifically mentions, like, oh, what what was your um, research about? He says, like, the different effects the founding titan has on Ymir's descendants, and they talk about like what this can specifically be used for, um, which I'm going to cut this very long conversation into one, which is they're realizing that the their next plan and what they can do is if Zeke gets access to the Founding Titan, that they can do the... Oh, God. Essentially, they're going to stop everyone who is a descendant from Ymir from having the ability to reproduce. Um, so at this point, it's not, the, they're not going to kill them off completely. Like, they're not going to like cease them from living or everyone who's alive currently. It's just a matter of, they won't be able to have children and that they're eradicating the Ymir and Eldian race. Which is genocide. It is 1000% genocide. Um, and that's why I'm trying to find the best way to explain this situation um, without sounding. Mm. It's a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's 1000% a lot. Um, we find out that um, Tom was being a little bit selfish about telling Zeke to send his parents away because he want, uh, like saw Zeke as a, a part of his son because we find out that Tom had essentially a secret life before he became a Titan when he pretended to be a Marleyan. Um, he took off the armband. He married a woman, had a child. However, once his wife found out that he was an Eldian, she killed her son and killed herself, um, which is pretty difficult to look at. And I think the scene was really well done because the way that they did it was his it happened where they were instead of like projecting them into like another cutscene. They did it as if it was like happening to him at that time. Like he was seeing it re reoccur mm -hmm. in front of him. And so you had his wife and his son laying on the ground dead. And then you had the wardrobe, which had the little Ram on it. And just that's particular scene was really well done. Once again, good job Mappa be for being mm -hmm. very symbolic and, how to place things it was very very clean and i really liked that particular scene i'm not saying i liked seeing a dead woman and a child i'm saying that the way that it was we get what you're saying we get what you're saying okay cool 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 so yeah they're going to euthanize <laughs> oh i was waiting for it <laughs> yeah it's like when are we going to get to that word <laughs> Yeah, euthanasia. They're going to take out the Eldians by not allowing to the, them to have children, and that they'll just slowly dissipate. It's a whole thing. But yeah, it is a very touching moment between um, 
my goodness, Tom and Zeke, because it's essentially one, a very difficult scene to get through. Two, it's uh, mm-hmm. them kind of like solidifying why they were together in the first place and what their roles were with each other and just what they need to do next. Um, so we see them standing. Ba- I'm not sure why they're standing on the wall, like their backs pressed against the wall and having this conversation this way. Um, that's here nor there. Um, and that Tom provides more information such as like the um, renunciation vow that the king of parody made to not allow the people of parody to one remember two to actually mm. cause a fight and to essentially stop them from being able to continue and that this was an order sealed away for them um, and it's sealed away the founding titan in parody so no more trouble could be caused because if the other eight titans got access to the founding titan then things can go astray and so not great in the long run, um, but he says like there's a way to break it, which would be where Zeke comes in, and that they conspire a plan to get Zeke. Um, Zeke's going to take the Beast Titan, and that he's going to continue Tom's research and his plan, and then meet with the Founding Titan, finding someone that he trusts with the Founding Titan, and that they would be able to continue. And this is where we see. Tom happily smiling as he gets chained up and is looking down at Zeke. And we see, obviously, everyone, like, golf clapping. They're like... And then Zeke (laughs) going out of the Titan form and then putting on his glasses. And then... God. So Tom Tom had influence, right, to, to, to pick Zeke... As his okay, okay, yeah. Um, that's why when, like, at the beginning of season four, we saw Zeke with. Why do I not remember his name? Colt. Colt. Falco's brother. Yeah. Yeah, Colt. Cool. Yeah, Colt. Okay, cool. That's why he had Colt around because Colt was his replacement. Right. Yes. Correct. Words and names are hard, guys. Um, and then we see him say, like, I will find him, dad, like, father. And I'm like, sad face. Well. So, yes. I mean, I felt bad. Yeah, but then it's like the whole euthanization thing is like. Oh, 1000%. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I felt bad about that. I felt bad that Zeke lost his father figure. Mm. I'm not on board with euthanasia. I'm not okay with this. Or genocide. Uh, you, or genocide. Yeah. Having a father figure, fantastic. Genocide, euthanasia, nah. Yeah, too not, too much. not too sure about that one. Correct. Um, yeah, then we cut to later on where <laughs> we get to see we have Beardhold actually talking. This is the first time in his season, which was really nice to hear his voice actor again. Um, talking about the fact that um, Aaron is the one who's holding the founding Titan and that um, there was more information in the basement. Um, mm-hmm. And they talk about the basement in um, Shingen China and they're kind of talking about like Aaron's dad a little bit. And he's just like, 
Like, have you heard anything about, like, Aaron's father at all? And Berthold says, well, like, um, I remember, right, he's currently missing, and we heard that he's a doctor. And you just see Zeke go from, like, normal Zeke to being, like, (laughs) (laughs) What's his first name? Grisha? Grisha. Yeah. Yeah. It's not good. Um, and so he puts two and two together. You would assume that they would have he would have put two and two together when he found out that Aaron's last name was Jaeger. But we're here. We're, hey, it could we're be here. a common name. It could be a common name. Yeah. You know what? It's okay. Like, it's like Joe Smith. Yeah. You know what? You guys yeah, are right. Bad now the last name Smith here. <laughs> oh, oh dang! Yeah. That's right. <laughs> well, you see, you see. Yeah. You related to Joe, or it's valid. Um, we. God, what a what a what a time! So he has an inner monologue with himself, talking about the fact that obviously him and Aaron are the same because they were both brainwashed by him, and that they need to get together and that they need to find each other because that means that you're suffering just like I am. And so we get to see the scene where Aaron and Zeke get to hang out as two bros, just leaning up against a wall, having a conversation. Bros me bros. Um and we <laughs> Oh god. Um they have a conversation about what Zeke's plans is um, plans are, which is to We already know what he wants to do. <laughs> um, the thing. He wants to do the thing. Um and he asks Aaron if he's going to be a part of it. And Aaron has essentially a conver- uh, like a monologue about the fact that he realizes that his father was wrong and that he was wrong, but there are definitely truths in what he was taught, but he will join with Zeke. And so Zeke's like, man, I wish we could have had a handshake, but you know, this is not the right time to do that. So let's just go play fetch instead. Yeah. Which guess (laughs) what? Back in episode four or five, when he was sitting on the bench with Falco, he yeah. has a ball and mitt right beside him. Just yes, saying. Yeah. No, I thought about that immediately. Yeah. I was just like, I remember. I mentioned the fact it's going to come up later, and this is when it came up. The second to last episode of the season. Um, but yeah, that is the conversation between those two. Goodness gracious, he is not having a good time because he. We cut to him back on the cart with <laughs> with boy. Levi, yeah, um, mumbling right. about euthanasia. This and, is how the episode ends. That's right. <laughs> and Levi's like, "Are you mumble? Like, are you saying like euthanasia or something? Like, what the fuck are you talking about?" Um, and he's just like, "Um, you're gonna end up dying inside someone's stinky Titan mouth." So like. <laughs> while you're hearing the sound of your own body getting chewed up by whatever like whatever you're mumbling right now um and but Zeke says like I saved them I saved the lives of the children from this cruel world and that essentially his comrades he killed them to make sure that no children would be like they wouldn't have been able to bear children and to continue man attack on titan you get spicy and this is definitely a spicy conversation um and talking about once again euthanasia um and levi points out like oh looks like your legs are grown back may as well deal with that one um, 
<laughs> However, he's quickly stopped by Zeke saying, watch me, Mr. Xavier, and proceeds to move his neck back and screams as he pulls the thunder rod and it explodes with Levi flying through the air with full-on impact and Zeke also flying in the air and Levi's horse getting caught on fire. And Levi's face like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He is not having a good time. Also, just like out of everything that Levi had to lose these two episodes, like he lost everyone again. And his because legs. Of Aaron. He and his trusty steed. Yeah, he lost his horse. And his yeah. legs. He lost his fucking horse. Are, well, well, we don't know that, right? Spoilers. We don't know that. It's on, I mean, it's no, on fire. Yeah, like he he was <laughs> right in front well of an explosion. Fire. Come on, you're telling me he didn't lose <laughs> the use of his legs? Come on. A lot of armor. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So um, until I see it, and then we see Hanji for a quick moment. That's a we see Levi that. in a wheelchair next episode because he lost his legs. Fee, come on, keep lose up. oh my god, oh my god! And then he's really yeah. you know five oh. foot nothing. I mean, that's ironic because his name is Levi, like the jeans, and he has no legs. Oh my god. Yeah. Why are we on the Hamilton Yeah, I know, I know. Sorry. There. <laughs> My apologies. Oh my I'm not prepared for that. <laughs> I just... God. There's a lot. One episode whole... left. Sorry, continue. And then a movie? Rumored? Oh, it's either Rumored. a movie or another season. Like, a part of the season. Because... Where they're at right now, if I had to skim through the next chapter, the cl- I forgot how bad of a cliffhanger the next chapter yep. is. Like, the, oh, people are going to be mad. So People are have not a good time. So, uh, essentially, we're missing 16 chapters left after the next episode? Almost 20? Oh wow! Damn, and you want to turn that into a movie? That movie better be at least, you know, four hours and two minutes long. <laughs> I was That's talking it. to a friend, and he's just like, "Oh yeah, they're just gonna put the next twenty chapters into one episode." I'm like, "What? One minute per chapter? Like, good luck!" <laughs> like, bam, 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 yeah. bam, bam, fucking monologues, fucking conversations. No more Aaron monologues. We're out of Aaron monologues. You just see Erwin in in heaven and he's like yeah, we didn't really know how to end this, so. Oh my god. Oh, Aaron wakes up and he's actually um, in the King of Queens show. (laughs) 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 My eyes are getting weary. My back is getting tight. Oh man! Are you the King of Queens, Ruben? Is I, that you? No, unfortunately, I'm not. But that's a great show. I've never watched it. Oh well, I, I, you should if you can. I have a bunch of anime to watch. Yeah, but like this yeah. is this is anime in its purest form. But I need to watch. <laughs> I need to like actually watch my hero. Yes, no, yes, you, you actually really do. We'll, we'll see what happens with that. Um. We're at an hour and 55 minutes. Do we want to say anything? Yeah, that feels right. Yeah. Any closing thoughts, closing arguments? Can't wait for next episode. (laughs) (laughs) 
lots to think about. Yeah. Euthanasia. Is wrong. I should let me, fin- wrong. let me finish that sentence for you, Ryan. <laughs> it's wrong. And so is genocide. Um, all right, guys, let's do some plugs. Fee, where could people oh, find you? You just asked Fee? What, well, you had said, <laughs> you just said it's wrong. <laughs> Lots to think did about. You wanna, did you want to have a good stand for euthanasia, Christian? No, no, no. All I wanted to say was I had a friend who thought episode 16 was the final. And he's like, how are they going to end it? And it's like, oh, no, 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 no. There's supposed to be like something after. So I'm excited to, to see the they cliffhanger. Don't, at the they don't take Full Metal Alchemist this thing? Amazing. We'll love it. I would literally quit. I would quit this entire series and I would not feel bad about it if they yeah, did that. Um, his brotherhood was really bad. Oh my. Oh. Okay, so I'm going to plug, I guess. Um, hi, my name is Fiona. Hi, um, hi Fiona. <laughs> um, I keep on closing the browser and I'm just going to keep it this lighting. So, hi, um, I am on Twitch and Twitter at Zoranix, um, Z U R A N I I X, but Z if you're American. Um, I am going to be streaming games this week on my new computer. Um, and I also am a part of, um, I co-host a podcast called Point of Progress, where we talk about all things nerdy. Um, and it is a lot of fun. It's a little bit crazy. And we talked about Star Wars this week for a long, extensive amount of time. And you can find us over at youtube.com slash point in progress. Nice. Christian, where could people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at ISO Christian. I'm usually tweeting about my Twitch stuff that's that goes down. Sometimes we play games with, like Among Us with the Penultimate Conquest community. That's right. Um, you should stick around for the next episode of the Penult- or Cross Media Show uh, next week for Attack on Titan because I might be debuting some new hair. Oh, that's so right. You, you will see. It's the guy. And why are you debuting some new hair? Because we reached Twitch affiliate recently. It's been a lot of fun. All thanks to you guys. Love you. So, yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. No problem. Ryan, where can people find you? People can find me at RyanTheLion3055 on Twitter. Or on this channel tomorrow night, hosting Anime Nation with two of the lovely people in this chat. Sorry, hold on. Let me turn off my camera. I'll I'll fix it. Oh wait, I'm not in the in the shot. <laughs> there you go. There we go. Look like this. <laughs> there you go. Oh my that... god, Christian, you're on the episode two. I am. Yeah. Oh, but you don't see Christian. Oh, this is awkward. I'm sorry. Hold on. Let me fix that. Okay. Oh, yeah, you yeah. Sorry. Okay. Um. Cool. Um. Yeah. I, I got nothing to say. Are you okay, Ruben? <laughs> no, no, I got nothing to say. I was going to plug some stuff, but I think we've plugged it already this week. Mm. It's only Tuesday, guys. It's only that guy Tuesday. Tuesday. Tuesday, my dudes. Thank you very much. Check um, out Marvel Mondays. Yes. Marvel Mondays initiative. Check it out. Yeah. YouTube.com slash something. I'll put it in the group. I'll put it in the description. I am very hungry right now. <laughs> so with that being said... Have a good night, guys. Ryan, I didn't know you had a dog till just now. I have a dog, yeah. He's a pug! He's a pug. What the? He's a pug. <laughs> Yo! 
I did not know that at all. <laughs> He's a great dog. Look at him. Fuck, I want a dog so bad. Oh, me too, man. Me too. All right, Wait, and, then, and then Fiona's pet is coming right now. <laughs> my oh my god, god, that's adorable. She hates it. <laughs> she hates everything about She's this. She's like, leave me alone. <laughs> oh god. We got that too, Christian. Yeah. <laughs> well, guys, thank you for joining me once again. For the penultimate episode of us talking about Attack on Titan, the final season. Appreciate it. We'll see you next week. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.